amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Okay, so it's thundering and we're going to record our show anyway. Good luck editing, Mike. I won't edit thunder out if it's thundering. First lightning, then the thunder. That invites them into our living room. There's lightning. I don't know why anyone would want to be in our living room anyway. Then the thunder. Because you're always in the uh, living room. Yeah. Yeah. That's only because no one is in the living room ever. Yeah. Well, I have a room with TV and cable box and my and an Xbox. Apple TV and all that stuff. And I don't want to sit out in the living room and have to agree with someone on what we watch. Yeah. I want to go watch whatever I want to watch and not have to talk to people about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't have anything funny to say. I don't know what to talk about or what to say. Why don't we just start the show and just say, <laughs> screw it. I don't want to start the show. I don't want to start the show. I uh, want to eat something. Yeah, well, why don't <laughs> so, you? I don't have anything here to eat. What I, do you mean? I have to spend four, an hour cooking. I don't I want to spend an hour chips. cooking. I don't want chips. Chips, by the way, are noisy, and we can't record the show while they eat the chips. Okay, um, so, come on. There's trail mix. Um, is there? Where's trail mix? I, I don't have, want any trail mix. I don't want God. any trail mix. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to do this and get it over with. Okay. Because I've already spent all day yesterday and all day today with you, and now I have to make a show with you, and then I have to spend an hour editing the show that I did with you. I'm ready to, to not be around you. Okay, so... <laughs> Isn't that funny, Brad? I don't know what's funny anymore. Okay... <laughs> Here's the thing. Yes, was it yesterday? I mean, we've been trying to go to movies. It, we've been just thwarted the past few days. Thwarted. Actually, however, we did see four feature-length movies in the past three days. So we haven't been thwarted too bad. One, I don't want to say two of them were terrible, but one was terrible. And the other was, it was a little bit of torture. It was not good. I don't even remember the movie we saw on Friday. So we saw we tried to see none the nun for two days. Hold I on, think. what was the movie we saw on Friday? 
We saw peppermint. Oh, peppermint, right. And yeah. Have you noticed I keep trying to forget that? Like, I can't, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't, just, just throw it in there. Quick review. Peppermint, <laughs> it's not good. Watch it uh, for free later when it's on something you're already paying for. Uh, we're at the part of the year, we are at the part of the year where the, the good summer blockbuster movies have come out. Yeah. And it's almost award season. So the more thoughtful, indie, quieter, little off the beaten path type movies are starting to come out. But there's always like a window in between when the last real summer blockbuster and the first good award season movie comes out where it's a wasteland. Bunch of shitty movies. Yeah. So I. Which is always seen. Yeah. And I'm starting to get fussy about it. So here's the deal. Like, the past handful of movies that we've seen, I really don't even want to talk about because I don't, I don't even hate them. They're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that happened. You know? Yeah. Um, it's not like I, when we saw Jurassic World or The Meg and it was like, this movie pisses me off it's so bad. Right. These movies aren't bad, they're, but they're not great. They they're just disappointing. disappointing or mediocre. Yeah. And, uh, so, or, or what happened? How come... Is our is it because our theater was under construction that all summer we didn't have to deal with? Uh, can I call them riffraff? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is riffraff? It's just we just we you decided mean to people? see the nun, and all of a sudden all of the obnoxious people got together. And well, did a high I... five and said, "Let's go to this movie go... and fuck it up." <laughs> I think what happened was is I talked to the theater guy when we were walking out of there and the guy said, yeah, anytime a movie like The Nun comes out, which is like, I guess like a, I don't know if it's PG-13 or R, but anyway, like a low-hanging fruit horror movie, the teenagers come out in drones and the opening night or two is just whatever. I feel like we didn't get the memo. Like everyone else in the audience were like, yeah, we got the memo. Yeah, the memo to be totally loud and obnoxious. Do whatever you want, say whatever yeah. you want. So, yeah, we walked into the theater and first of all, we were we were the movie, the showtime before ours was sold out, so we didn't get to go to that. So we yeah. ended up being like an hour early to the theater because yeah, we're waiting on the my, next My fault, right? Because we showed up, we probably could have gotten seats. Yeah. But I said, "No." Let's go to Walgreens and get and sneak in some snacks. So it's my fault well, that we had to go. I guarantee see. you that theater would have been crowded. It was sold out, so I can only imagine it sold out of with, from teenagers. But then we're sitting there, so we're there an hour early, and we're sitting there, and it's like not crowded, not crowded. Then, like as the trailers start, the chaos, right, the began. chaos ensues, and hundreds of those. I think it was 250 people fit in that theater, or 200 yeah. people. Anyway, and there, there was a, there's a lot of people that were that snuck in. They, because we're in yeah. assigned seating, so people were buying right. seats and couldn't get to their seat because there were people yeah. there. And they were sitting in the laps of people and sitting on the floor trying to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got all of these. It, it was almost like uh, one of those, you know, when there's like protests. And, yeah. you know, the cops are trying to be peaceful and whatever and help you. Yeah. It's all around. When you walked out, like, I walked outside to go to the bathroom. And, like, all the managers in the entire movie are right there. And there's, like, three different piles of 
managers and, and people who are like complaining about whatever and yeah. it's just like all this chaos in yeah. this one movie we're, we're sitting there and uh, so I teach high school and oftentimes if I'm not yelling at people to shut up uh, what happens is the louder I play the video the louder they talk in the class and to ignore so it's just a level of white noise that keeps rising and rising and rising so yeah. the, they were talking the whole time i don't know why you i'm mean, okay so they're teenagers they're not made of money it's ten dollars to get into this movie theater it's like uh eight or nine dollars for a ticket they've paid eight dollars to get into the movie theater and not watch it they're just yeah. loud. And the guy that was sitting just right... Just having conversations that almost don't have anything to do with the movie. The, yeah, the guy sitting right next to me was talking like we're talking now as the movie's playing. Yeah, I saw this scene. This uh, this was, Oh, he's going to go in there like that. Oh, shit. No, you don't do that. And then she would go, what's happening? The girl that was sitting right next to me, <laughs> what's happening? And I'm sitting there thinking, well, if your boyfriend would shut the fuck up, you might be able to tell what's happening. And the people next to you were chattering but not not nearly as much as the guy right they next to me they were more appropriate they were just Ooh. reacting to the Ooh, movie yeah the well, sort of thing that you want to happen when you see right. a crowded theater okay so the then way- the security guy came in oh yeah he starts having a conversation and he's having a full-on conversation i get that he's doing his job but it's not the theater's fault i get that he's doing his job however He's doing his job at full volume, standing right next to us in our aisle, trying to get the person who's sitting in someone's lap in a seat to go out. Like, like, can I see your ticket, ma'am? Like, let me see your ticket. Yeah. The movie's been on for 10 minutes. Yeah. He's standing there talking at full volume. Yeah. I heard zero words of the movie for the first 10 minutes. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm, wa- I'm leaving. Which you never do. I didn't think you were going to leave. But here's a weird thing. Even when... There was there were moments of what I thought were quiet, where it, it didn't seem like people were talking, but still there was such a, a a level. There was a certain decibel level to where I still couldn't understand. People were talking on the screen, and I'm I'm not able to make out words. And I, I'm like, what? How I comprehended is... zero things. In, yeah, that it, in the I first guess they were talk. Everyone was talking, trying to be quiet, but it amplified and just had this you couldn't hear anything so it's annoying i mean i'm i'm very anal retentive about um like movies i won't walk into a movie after it started and you won't leave a movie and i won't leave a movie even if i hate it i I, because i want to see the whole thing even, even if, even if I hate it, yeah. even if it's totally a shitty movie, I want to sit there and be pissed at this movie the whole time. So my <laughs> opinion is justified. I've seen the whole thing and I know exactly what to say about it. You walk out of open, not open, um, the scare, a quiet, quiet place and yeah. complained about things that, Dumb. that happened before you left that were resolved after you left, they but you didn't resolved. know because you quit. They were not. You quit resolved. the movie. Not adequately. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, but I was like, I'm not, I can't, if it was the movie that was bad, I would sit there and watch it. Yeah. But it wasn't the movie that was bad. I don't know if the movie's good or not. I couldn't tell what was happening because just the noise and the noise in the two seats next to us was so un, 
what's the word? It's like so hard to d- deal with. I remember I walked out of the theater and said to the said, the, said to the <laughs> you said like the entourage of managers that was standing there just waiting for the next you know they were oh, pulling right. they were pulling teenagers out like and, six people and uh i just looked at the because i'd spoken to the manager early yeah. earlier about about a movieisms thing and i talked to the lady and I, and I just looked at her and i said it's pointless trying to watch this movie and she's like i'm so sorry uh, and I, I tried to tell him it's not your fault you have to sell tickets to people who come in it's you know you're yeah. you are the captive audience in this well, situation here's the thing I think the problems they were having were with the people that snuck in. So many people snuck in. Yeah. They did not pay for their seat. And they were trying to... Which, by the way, I now I'm starting to appreciate the assigned seatings. Because now I see that the theater that we go to that does has a history of riffraff... <laughs> um, you sound like an old person every time. I know. <laughs> the um, the but, rabble rousers. <laughs> but now I see, oh, okay, the, our theater is trying to do something about these guys. Yeah. Now that there's assigned seating, and, you know, so there, I, I'm uh, okay with what happened that night because I feel like we're taking a stand, that, that, that movie theater and the managers, and we're all saying, no, you can't just come in and screw with the movie. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll try a few more times, but I think they're all going to get the message. You know, you need to pay and then go. And maybe that's why they're in already in the mode for being uh, rambunctious. I'm using all these fucking old man words. Um, because they didn't pay, so they feel like, uh, oh, I didn't have to pay for it, so I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not going to, who cares? Um, and we even the movie we went to, by the way, we... I think we ended up waiting for three hours because the first movie we couldn't go to. The next movie the second was movie 30 movie, minutes the, later. The nun was, we couldn't watch. And so we ended up having to wait. And then there were still teenagers, like five people that yeah. snuck in after it started yeah. and then decided they sort of didn't like it or something and then left halfway yeah. through. What was the, the noise that guy was me? He was back there going, huh! The, huh! <laughs> what was he doing? I don't know. I thought if that kid's back there getting an HJ. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, man. So, so, but when we left that theater, we had been in the movie theater for the Nun, the movie which like you should the night. The movie that you should be getting a review of right now is the Nun. We were in there for <laughs> we were in there a little bit before the the trailers. Then the 30-something minutes of trailers, you know, um, and then 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. So um, so that's safe to say 30 or 45 minutes later when we walked out of there, every manager that I passed, like you can see at the record, we're at AMC, so they're all in the black with the... They're all of them have teenagers pulled off to the side oh, yeah. talking to them. And the teenagers are being so, like... You know, mouthy to the, the, you know, you're busted. They're calling, just show them your ticket. They're like, why do I have to show you my ticket? Well, because I don't think you paid for a ticket. Yeah, but, <laughs> but why do I have to show? Well, how come you don't have to show him your ticket? And I'm walking by going, I'll show you my ticket. <laughs> you know, they're just yelling, you, you got caught, <laughs> buy a ticket or get the fuck yeah. out. You're messing with people's like night here. You, you know what's funny is, uh, I was, uh, when we first got in, before we even, sat down to the movie i went to the bathroom for the first one 
And as I'm walking by, there's a uh, one AMC person with uh, like four people, and and it looked like he was not frisking them, but he was definitely like you know, jump. Oh, they're going through their purses and whatever. Like yeah. I could see he's trying to shake them down to see if yeah. they have tickets. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Is there another? Is it another group of people? I do the same thing with my students. They tell me I did that assignment, and I'm, so my I teach TV productions, which means people shoot things, they t- put it in the computer, and they edit things, and then mm-hmm. they put it into a folder on the desktop, and that's where I go to check to make sure they did it. They're always like, "I did it, Beckemeyer," and I'm like, "Well, it's not in the folder. I turned it in. Well, show me where it is." And they're like. Oh, well, I don't remember what computer I did it on. Well, and I say, well, how am I supposed to find it? Right. And then, and then a day later, somebody comes up with a video that, was, that I've seen from six months ago that somebody else did that they've changed the name on and put it in the folder. Becca, I was right here. I told you it was right here the whole time. And I had another kid swear to me that he took the final exam. And I got emails from him three or four times over the summer from his dad can I please talk to you? My son's saying he did it. You gave him a zero. And he came in on the on the first day of school, digging around in the computers looking for it and said, oh, well, maybe I didn't do it. I'm like, well, tell your dad that he's been calling and yelling at me all summer because you lied to, to him about the, they, And they just, up until the point where there is no other way out of it, will yeah. maintain that they're telling you the truth. And then... And then like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I didn't do it. Then you're like, yeah, well, what's, you wasted so much of my time. And my daughter is, is 15. So I am under no illusions. I know that teenagers, there are things teenagers don't tell us. I get that. My daughter, however, did not properly prepare me to be around teenagers. Because oh, my kid yeah. my kid is a decent, she's a good kid. She's like... She she doesn't like to lie. She doesn't. She, she's like she's like I'm a bad liar. You know that. And I like I know it because I also am not the greatest liar. You can tell on my face what my real feelings about something. <laughs> it's like, right. and I don't like anyway. So my kid. But when I showed up and had to deal with like 130 kids every day, uh, I wasn't prepared for that because they're you know a decent portion of them are just kind of assholes. You what? know they're just teenagers and that's what teenagers do because they haven't had the shit kicked out of them by by the school of hard knocks yet and they just think oh well the internet so i can be an asshole right yeah i I think that they almost feel like uh why do i even need school i could just google whatever i need whenever i need it why am i here (laughs) that is actually that is actually the truth yeah they do think that wikipedia if i need to do math, I can Google math. I got a two plus two. I got a calculator right in my phone that does more complicated math than the they, than the yeah, first space shuttle. You could just say, you know. "Hey Siri, what's uh, the square root of twenty-four? Blah blah blah. Okay, done. Hold on, just a second. Hey Siri, what's the square root of twenty-four? The square root of twenty-four is approximately four point eight nine eight nine eight. 
Yeah. Thanks. See? Yeah, see? You don't need to go to school. You don't need to go to school. Siri's pretty fucking smart. Hey, there's a, a, a movie idea right there, or a, what's that show, Mirror? Is it not Broken Mirror? Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. It's a Black Mirror episode where in the future we all just uh, followed like Donald Trump. Maybe Donald Trump's sons became the next presidents. And we don't, just even, don't even put that out into the universe. And, and You're was, trying to piss me off right now. It was right just now. declared that we didn't need school because Siri could just do everything. Yeah. And then there's a you, you know a EMP nuclear bomb thing whatever yeah. and no more Siri and we nobody knows shit. <laughs> we can't build houses or do electricity or get water or nothing. Just fucking one week. Mankind has one week to live. <laughs> the thing is, uh, that could be a that could be a comedy. Or that could be a, like a horror movie. What's fire? What's <laughs> fire? Everybody walking around with their phones, flipping the fake app lighter app open, right? Trying to strike it, you know, like yeah. it's not lighting. <laughs> holding the phone to the wood. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's sad, but possibly could happen. Anyway, since we didn't get to see Ken. The Nun, you mean. Or The Nun, we saw Ken, yeah. yeah. Which is a movie I would not have seen um, uh, if I wasn't like yeah. already at the movie theater with my drink and my snack, and I'm sitting there trying to see a, I'm just trying to see a movie. Also, at, at some point, you're just like, I don't give a fuck what's going on or what these people are doing. I am not leaving here until I see my fucking movie! These teenagers are not going to win. <laughs> right. I'm going to persevere. And we walked into that movie. We sat in there. It was like, what is it, like 50 seats in this theater? It's so small. Yeah. And there was a guy next to me and like four people in the back. The guy who was... <laughs> I remember we sat down and we looked at each other and said, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> but we're going to watch it. <laughs> this isn't going to be good. And here's the thing. It's, it's not a bad movie. No, it's better than uh, I think the reviews. What I've been hearing online. The problem with it is, is it is uh, so this kid um, who talking about the kin. Yeah, who is a black kid living with a white family? Was he adopted? I didn't understand. I think so. Like his parents. Oh, I don't. No, mom. His mom was black. I think he's interracial. Okay. Okay. So maybe. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, his mom died. Maybe they adopted. Maybe they adopted. Anyway, he was not related to them by blood. Something no, like that. Yeah, he and he and the wife adopted the kid. Okay, maybe that's what happened. Foster, like a foster parent. But she situation. died. Yeah, that's all I know. Right. So uh, I just want to also say, if you don't know about the kid or haven't seen the trailer, the trailer makes you think it's all about science um, fiction, like a like yeah, laser a kid gun. finds a gun, and the whole movie is about him yeah. and the gun, and that's not what it's. Yeah. Like it all. Yeah. So the movie is there's this kid. He is walking along and he sees some like sees and hears some like laser blasting, and he looks up to see what it is. He's like stumbling around and looking for the he, thing. He's walking around looking for uh, metal to sell. Right. To scrap uh, metal. Abandoned buildings yeah. and places people haven't been. He it's, yeah. It's his way of raising money. Right. Make, making money. So, but he stumbles across this device which is in the trailer. It, it, so he finds this thing that ends up being a like space gun, basically, like a laser gun. Uh, but we don't know 
where it is or what it's from. Or why those or why aliens it's there. are there, why they're fighting. And it turns out that nobody can use the gun except for him. And we think, it, at first, he's. we think maybe it's because he's the first one to pick it up and imprint it on it with right. his thumb or something. Anyway, so, but you think that that's what the movie's going to be about because what the trailer said. Uh, the trailer's a lie because the trailer knew that the rest of the movie was kind of slow and... Um, not boring, but it was just slow paced. It's like yeah. you said, it's a road trip movie I, and um, here's... where the scenes was probably too many scenes of them riding around and talking about yeah. stuff. But I feel like if you go to the movie aware that it's a road trip movie, not expecting that it's a laser gun thing or whatever, then you're okay. And I, I think that's why it got so many bad reviews and people were upset because they went in thinking it was going to be something else and ended up with a road trip movie right but you and i went in knowing it's road trip and it wasn't it wasn't bad at all um i will say that the the last 10 minutes of the movie is where the movie gets great yeah that whole like thing that happens um because of all the stuff that's happened leading up to that um the resolution of the movie asks Answers a bunch of questions, but also poses a bunch, a lot more questions that you're, even though you've sat through this hour and a half long kind of slow burn road trip movie, you're thinking, well, now I want to see what happens next. Yeah. I want to see a sequel. That is true. Um, Because I think the first movie, the origin story, set up something that could be very, very interesting in a sequel. Yeah, I think that would be... uh... And a very interesting sequel. Um, and, and they could do it like a... Uh, or a TV show. That, that, that could be could a great be, TV yeah. show. That could be a great TV show. The movie <laughs> is... First of all, the movie, Ken, is based on a short film that was written and directed by uh, Jonathan and Josh Baker. Do they have some of the same people from the short film in it? I don't know okay. about the short film. I do know that it's written by the same people who wrote and directed the this movie, that this movie, Ken. Do you know whether or not they... Because sometimes people do the short film so they can show I'm proof sure, of concept. I'm sure it was proof of concept. Okay. And I tell you this, I know the part of the movie that the short film was based on, even though I haven't seen the short the film. End? This is the last <laughs> 20, 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Um, because that part was the part that would make me want to make that movie. Right. And then they made the rest of it that was not bad, just like, yeah, okay. It made sense. It was sense. interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was good character development, yeah. but not enough happened for the first hour and 20 minutes of the movie. The, almost to make it worth Even though they worth, got a hooker? I mean, they went to a strip club and got a hooker. I mean, that wasn't that was, a hooker. Come on. You're talking about Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, but strippers, I mean, not all strippers are hookers. But right. Let's, if you got uh, enough money. <laughs> yeah, but you can, they, they, they didn't hire her as a hooker. She left that place with them. Right. But that, without I'm being saying paid. they picked it. They got a, you know, that's kind of interesting. But by the way, PG is a PG strip club and PG strippers. Yeah, PG 13. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it, it worth having a strip club if they're just walking around in bathing suits and not really doing anything? I don't know. 
I didn't really think about it until you mentioned it. Did so, you see so. that wad of cash that kid gave her? Like a big. I said no. Don't give one stripper all that like money. He's like a was like a fourteen, fifteen year old kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a big wad of like that kid. Money. That kid doesn't know how it's done, and he's just trying to make sure she likes him. You know. <laughs> he it was funny. He's sitting there telling her his problems. Anyway, it's got it's got Miles Truitt, who I don't remember if I've ever seen him anything. Jack Raynor, Raynor, Raynor. I don't know who that is. Uh, Dennis Quaid plays the kid's dad. And, and is, the best actor in the yeah. movie. However, Zoe Kravitz is always she good. She was good. They and, both, yeah. and James Franco was good. Yes. James Franco is good. What so, did you think about him peeing in the I convenience store? Was, I thought it was funny. It's it's like He's I like, own like, where's this your place. bathroom? And the guy's like, you have to buy something. And he just pulls it out. <laughs> Starts pissing. Pulls out his gun, sets it on the counter and says, okay, if then, I can't pee in your bathroom. Then his friend walks out and goes, be careful, it's slippery right there. <laughs> <laughs> something like that, which I thought, I thought was funny. Um, so the movie is a slow burn. It asks a lot of questions right in the last few minutes that make you want to kind of see what happens next. Um, and really, in a way, it does make it worth uh, sitting through the other parts, yeah. which, again, are not bad, but are uh, harder to, because it's more character study yeah. stuff. It's more like this guy and this. I just think the characters weren't quite deep enough to warrant an hour of them driving around mm-hmm. talking about their feelings and stuff. It, it seemed like it was 20, 25 minutes too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty. It was pretty well paced. Yeah. I there weren't many moments where I was like, the, "Oh, come on!" The best scenes are with Zoe Kravitz and the kid. Yeah. The best scenes where you feel like you felt like a real like affection towards each other in that scene, and not like a sexual, uh, almost like a big sister, little brother affection towards each other. Yeah. She was, you know, trying to you know get him to open up and relax and stuff like I that i feel you know? like that's part of the reason why she joined them because she saw that the kid's brother was just completely irresponsible yeah, not in control of the situation yeah. at all yeah and the kid everything had this huge dangerous gun i yeah. feel like she's thinking i've got to go hand yeah. over his um everything bad that happened to them on this road trip happened because the brother's an idiot yeah yeah yeah. A lot of bad things. Even happen. though I do think the brother was well intentioned, he just is one of those guys that just makes bad choices. And I want to say we're skipping. We're not talking about peppermint, and we're just saying, listen, just don't go see it because it's bad. And one of the reasons it's bad is because now we, when we when we saw Ken, um, the things that happened to propel the action and and get the story mm-hmm. going made sense. It made way more sense than the uh yeah. what happened in peppermint and i remember saying to you why couldn't this have been how peppermint started because peppermint yeah. the the way uh the reasons why the people got shot or her family got shot and she went all vengeful it really didn't uh it just didn't make sense it wasn't logical and then yeah. we're watching this movie and basically some the brother gets caught in a situation and then, you know, it just escalates and gets out of control really quick. Yeah. And that made more sense. Makes more sense. And so I think that's why we appreciated this movie a little better. I will say that Jennifer, if we're talking about Peppermint just for a second, Jennifer Garner 
is good in the movie. Yeah. It's fun watching her do the kick-ass thing, but there wasn't nearly enough of it. There was the, in Peppermint. There's a lot of like shooting them in the head shots that are cool to see. But once you've seen a couple of them, you're like, oh, can she only shoot people in the face? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. You know. The story um, wasn't told well. I don't know if it was the bad sto- editing. The story or- was out of whack. Um, things happened that didn't yeah. make sense. I feel like they should have told it in in reverse. I think if they want to see a woman on a rampage, they need to watch Atomic Blonde and see how it's done right. Because yeah. Atomic Blonde is kick-ass. Start to finish. Right. So, word of warning, it's not gender, It's not alias the movie like I thought it would be. It's yeah. just, uh, yeah. My, my favorite thing that we got out of the movies this weekend is in the two nights. We, we saw a movie on Friday night. Uh... And then we saw a movie on Saturday night. Is there were in the last two trips to the movies, we saw three completely different A Star Is Born trailers. It just made us want to see it more. The movie, I, I tell you, the marketing on this movie is brilliant. In fact, they even in one sitting they played a Star Is Born trailer at the very beginning, and then in the middle of the trailers they played another Star Is Born trailer that was different from the other one. Yeah. It was like. Uh, it was like an A side of the conversation, and then when they played the trailer again, it was the B side of that same conversation. So you got a feeling of the scene itself with some snippets from the movie. I, I honestly, I got to tell you, man, I have never seen any of the the there that movie. I looked it up. That movie's been made three previous times. Wow. Um, it's like a classic Hollywood movie through generations. I've never seen any of the others because uh, way back when I first heard about it, it was always. Um, Barbara Streisand and I right. when I was younger I wasn't a huge fan of Barbara Streisand and, and I'm straight so I don't really like Barbara Streisand and the way some people do it's funny uh, because the scenes we saw there was that she was Lady Gaga's character was focusing on her nose yeah and when you talk about Barbara Streisand she has a yeah, nose yeah, too yeah. and and I didn't know I thought this was an original yes story. Barbara Streisand has a nose I remember telling you I was like this is like a it's biopic I, yeah. I was telling you that biopic. I biopic biopic <laughs> biopic <laughs> I, I thought that it biographical I biographical. thought autobiographical yeah. I thought that um, Lady Gaga was putting putting some of her own personal story in this movie yeah. and then you told me oh no this is a story that's been told before yeah um, however. But her story seems similar to the character. I read an article where she was, just, just before we came in to record, I was reading an article where she said that it's not as if she never heard that stuff. They loved the way she sounded, but did not like the way she looked. Mm-hmm. Lady, This is Lady Gaga we're talking about. So she just fought for it. You know, she just did her thing. And basically, that whole weirdness that she's cultivated, I think, is sort of grew out of that. And that is what connected 
Lady Gaga to her audience. I've never been a huge Lady Gaga fan. Yeah, not as, the on stage as persona. music, but her last album um, was a little more like uh, not acoustic, but a little more earthy, you know. Yeah. And I loved it. And I, the more I see of this trailer and the more I read about it, yeah. and apparently she and Bradley Cooper were like this during the production. Just Their like chemistry tight. is They amazing. are so, they seem so good together. And she looks so beautiful with her natural hair yeah. color yeah. and not all the makeup. Yeah. She's a completely different yeah. person. Didn't, I, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, who is that? And then I realized, mm-hmm. oh, that's Lady Gaga. Holy shit. That's Lady Gaga. She wrote eight songs that are going to be in the soundtrack. So good. Yeah. Those songs are stuck in our head and we haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. I I am actually, that is is my most anticipated movie of the The award season so far. I haven't looked up to see what else. You got goosebumps talking about (laughs) What else is supposed to be coming out um, in the next couple of months. But... This is the one that I'm really excited to see because I'm just at this point just curious. Are they? Is the movie as good as the trailers are going to make it look? And you and I shit on remakes all the time. But yeah. This looks. Yeah. Amazing. I think it's they use the premise, but uh, the premise you know is familiar. Um, but they've done like a new like an updated technically every story's been told you know fish out of water this is a star is born story it kind of rags to riches riches, yeah riches yeah so yeah it's not i don't i I don't even think it's really a remake i think it's just we're telling this story with an updated yeah you know dude i am totally excited for it totally excited and the and the trailers that are out for it they they aren't hyped up trailers that feel like you feel like they're telling you the whole story. You, you, the trailers really play off like this is the feeling you're going to get from seeing this movie. And, and I they, liked what you said. Um, you um, because they basically played a couple of scenes, and you said this movie is so good that they don't have to edit it or hype it. They can just here's a scene here's a from scene. the movie. Yeah, and it's getting us yeah. excited for award yeah. season. I. I yeah. If we feel like we want to say, "Oh, this is going to win awards," we've just yeah. seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I'm feeling about it. And I believe I, I know that that's part of the hype they want us to feel. Yeah. By showing it, but the, there's something that feels really true in the trailers that I hope the movie carries forward, yeah. like in reality. Uh, Bradley Cooper's direct directed it. It's his first directorial. It's his directorial debut. And he wanted Lady Gaga. He wanted her. And the first thing he did is she went down to meet him for the uh, to talk to him about the part. And he told her to take her makeup off. Take your makeup off. We want yeah. the you know. And then so from there, like she has a music a music uh, theater degree. Um, she went to school for that. She's like a theater nerd who mm-hmm. ended up like a pop like a pop star. So. Um. So it's not like she hasn't acted before, and she actually won the Golden Globe for uh, American American Horror, Horror Story. Story a couple years ago. Yeah. But she still had to go through an audition process, and uh, they actually Warner Brothers, who's the company that made 
the movie, the studio that made the movie, actually paid for a full-fledged screen test with cameras and lighting and other actors and stuff to act mm-hmm. with her. And they said once they saw her on screen, it just in a, in a few seconds they're like, yeah, she's yeah. she's she's got the part. I mean, that's how it is watching the trailer. You just know it's good. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. Um, what we're probably going to see this coming week is Predator. Oh uh, man! Which I'm so. I'm excited to see it. I love Predator. I know you do. I don't. <laughs> so, and it's not that I don't. Here's here's my thing. We're going to spend the next few minutes talking about this because yeah. we talked about this in the car. My problem is these franchises that will not go away. So we've got a new Halloween movie coming out that they've actually run out of titles for. Oh. So they're just calling it Halloween again. And really, and it's, it's not a, it's not a reboot. It's a continuation of the Halloween story. But they're just calling it Halloween. Yeah, Halloween again. It's the uh, what is it? Jim, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. It does. She was in the original. Yeah. And then they had an updated one, H two O. Yeah. And this seems like the conclusion to her storyline in the series. Yeah. But they're just calling it Halloween, which is Halloween. the name of the first one. Yeah. What? Like, how are you going to... That's confusing when you go to rent it. What if you end up with the old Halloween? That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you're renting Halloween. You think you're watching the new one. You're like, why does this movie look so old and crappy? (laughs) Because you're watching the the $1 million version of the movie. I think I made it for like $700,000 back in the day. Anyway, it's not that the movie looks bad. It's just that the franchise won't stop. They just keep redoing it. And Predator is another one of those... I think I saw Predator, and then I think I saw Predator 2 back when I was a teenager when Both the movies came out. Good. And then there was, I lost track of how many other Predator movies they made. And they, the thing is, they don't ever get any better. What are you talking about? Okay, now, if you're talking about Aliens versus Predator movies, yeah, those are not any better. But yeah, the, those uh, are Predator movies. The movie called The Predators... Where they had all the uh, baddest of humankind on some kind of planet what? where they hunted them. Did you not see the Predator? It had uh, Morpheus, man. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. And a whole bunch of top-notch actors. Even I think even Machete was in it. Machete. Machete. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Machete. Machete. <laughs> Um, Why am I drawing blank on his name? Keep talking, I'll look yeah, him up. I don't, it's um, called The Predators? Right. The Predators. The Predators. And um, the woman who stars in Queen of the South, Adrian Brody, uh, Topher Grace, which I very much enjoyed when he ate it. You're talking about uh, Danny Trejo, by the way. Danny Trejo, yeah. yeah. It was very enjoyable uh, seeing Topher Grace uh, get what he deserved for uh, ruining Venom. You motherfucker. So you're saying you're saying that Predator came Predators out. Predator was great. Predator came out. And yes. then Predator 2 came out. Yes. And then there was a whole bunch of shitty movies. And then suddenly there's a good one. Two Aliens versus Predators. And now they're doing... Um, oh, and there was The Predators, which was great. And now this one, I don't great, know. Great. Hold one. on. Do you mean it was great compared to the first two, or great because you were expecting yes. it to be shitty, no. but it was better than you expected? It's a great so sequel. Like I definitely consider it to be like Predator Three. It is really good. A different take on it. You you haven't seen it, so you can't. I, really I'm not. Say it's not I'm good. not poo pooing it. I'm right. just. I'm. 
I'm well. I am poo-pooing the idea of con- never-ending mm. franchises that don't go away so because good. they just don't get get better. Like Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Again, we're in ter- we are in territory yes. that, un- for me, I have not seen any of the Freddy Krueger movies. But what I know about them is that the first one was good. People liked it. Yeah. Then they made another one. It was a little campier. And then they went downhill from there. And they yes. just never stopped. You are correct that 90% of these franchise movies, they just get worse and worse. Because the original people who wrote and direct the good ones uh, are done by number two. Yeah. And, and they, they just end up uh, selling off the license to yeah. for other shittier yeah, people. Yeah, they make money every time somebody makes one, but right. they don't have to make it. Now, Aliens, definitely, uh, a- one and two, only right. ones worth I've watching. I've seen those, I've seen those. Every All the other Alien movies, even the new ones that are trying to tell you about the origins. Those aren't good. They're they not... are, ter- it's just worse and In worse. Fact, and they're not, they're not... So the uh, Prometheus and Prometheus I Two. I hate them so but much. But they aren't as bad as Alien Three and Four. Alien Three is the worst out of all of them. <laughs> but it is the worst because it betrayed every great yeah. thing that happened in so the number Prometheus two. So Prometheus One and Two are back to well-made movies that aren't just dumb. Right. However, but they're not good. And they're stupid. But they completely just illogical. keep making them. It's like, right. sorry, remember today when we were talking to somebody and he said, Bad Boys 3 and 4 are already in the works. And I'm thinking, 3 and 4, oh, they're making, first of all, the second already, one wasn't any good. And yeah. they're making 3, are, they I have already to, agreed to 4. I have to look this up, because so, I have not confirmed this. But if they're making a Bad Boys 3 and 4, that idea proves to you that they just make movies and they don't care if we like them or not. Yeah. They're going to throw a whole bunch of movie. And then they have a certain level of budget they're, they're willing to spend on a movie that they know people will go see whether it's good or not. And then it just it's just put all on our thing. Uh, I, here's the thing, man. Martin Lawrence was okay in the 90s and maybe the early 2000s. But he's, he's not worth bringing back, man. <laughs> will Smith is just awesome. Yeah. But Martin Lawrence is hilarious, and those two, I he did, is. I rewatched Bad Boys recently, and it's definitely a product of the 90s. Yeah. It's definitely still very entertaining, but not the great movie I remembered it being yeah. from the 90s. It's just going to be two old guys. He's basically going to be saying, I'm too old for this yeah, shit. But, but Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith I'll see is our Smith. age, but he looks t- 20 years younger than us. Yeah. Will Smith was maybe just a few years older than us when he struck it, you know, big. Um, so Predators has done a good job of not ruining the franchise. But yes, every, all the other franchise movies are shitting on the franchise. Even Harry Potter. Okay, so so when I saw Harry Potter first, I was worried that it was not that they weren't going to be able to sustain. By the way, these are potential fighting words because it is. Mad fan base. No, I love Harry Potter. Yeah, I love and I loved all the movies. My favorite is Prisoner of Azkaban, but that's just because I like that story. Anyway, yeah. all seven of those when those all came out, I was like, "Look at this! They made seven great movies that told great stories from beginning to end. They remained consistent. They they didn't have. There's only one instance where uh, they lost an actor." Um, but it was because the Richard Harris, the original Dumbledore, died right. after the second movie. So they had to recast. Um, so 
but then when they brought out the the um fantastic beasts they're okay but they are nowhere near the harry potter canon quality right like there's no like real like snape dumbledore uh What's his name? Uh, he who shall not be named. Right. Uh, what's it th- what's his name? D. Voldemort. Voldemort. There's no Voldemort. You know, and they're fun movies. It's fun and they're inventive. However, I I, I feel like the, the movie is just being made because Harry Potter is a billions of dollars they know it'll make in box money. office, and they know it'll make money. I will go see it because I love the I love seeing the magic, like the magic and all that stuff. I'm not even really complaining about it, but there's nothing as good as. Any of the other, any of the seven Harry Potter movies. Yes. Or eight, because they split the last one in two parts. What I'd like to see in the future is um, people making movies within the worlds that are created, as opposed to sequels that are continuations of the story Mm -hmm. of the people that you've already seen. Just tell different stories in the same worlds, those movie worlds, but stop rehashing yeah. you know let's leave luke skywalker and all those people tell new yeah. stories about yeah. star wars and the force because speaking of uh franchise fatigue yeah. Yeah. where it's just it's a big mess now because fans don't even know what they want anymore because you know we love what has been leave it tell us new stuff yeah. um i am excited for the ninth installment of Star Wars, I I am one of and you too. I am one of the people that loved, loved the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. I loved where it went because I I felt like the dark, confused hero of Luke Skywalker was yeah. very believable. Was very believable. It is so. If somebody somebody who was just trying to do the right thing messed up. That could throw you off on a on a thing, and he's closed off to the force and all that stuff. I I believe that. And Yoda telling him that um, that is uh, the burden of masters is to teach their students through their own failures. Yeah, and that the burden of masters that your student will surpass. Surpass you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's true with our mentor. We surpassed. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, <laughs> Nobody even knows that that's us making no. fun of him. Of course, we love him, but still. Yes. Um, so, but I'm glad that they're going to, they're not going to Luke Skywalker us to death right. in a 10th and 11th and 12th. Like, yes. I, I'm glad that they're going to keep doing Star Wars movies. I'm curious to see what else. But there's more than like three or four other people in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. There's like a whole like universe of stories that can be told. And I hope Ryan Johnson's um um trilogy that he's making um uh, knocks it out of the park cuz i'd love to prove that look you can tell something inside this world that that's reminiscent of the thing without rehashing yeah. the stories again you and know, and in fact that is what fantastic beast is doing it's telling a, another story inside the world um it just uh, you know the interesting thing about your se- sequel fatigue, as I'm thinking about it, is even George Lucas fell into the trap of ruining his own franchise. Yeah. Because he uh, was redoing the movies, adding stuff, but also Jar Jar, man. <laughs> Jar Jar and little Anakin ruined Star Wars, man. 
just shed all over it. <laughs> I mean, but we got Darth Maul too, which was kick-ass and amazing. Since, but since we do a movie review show, do you do you want to know what my do you remember what my first re- movie review I ever wrote in a newspaper was? No. Phantom Menace. Really? And I shat all over that movie. Mm. I came out and I think I pissed some of my friends off. Uh, our friend Brimmer, who, oh. who he read it and goes, man, you were kind of harsh on George Lucas. I'm like, I said, in the article I said, I don't know, maybe George Lucas is rusty. He hasn't directed anything in no. 20 years. <laughs> but his his idea of what the prequels should be just didn't yeah. hit a sweet spot. It just didn't land properly, you know. And, um, I love George Lucas. I think the guy is brilliant. I really do. He might be too smart for yeah. a general audience. And yeah, so and that gets back to the sequel fatigue. Why are prequels a thing, man? Tell a different story in the movie universe. Quit. We don't got to go to the beginning before. And yep. the nun might be good, but that's another. This is a franchise horror movie thing. Every yeah. you know, we got to go back to the prequel to see how the nun got created and whatever. Yeah. Oh God! What, come what on. did we? What, what did we like so much about Hereditary? Said it was something we hadn't seen before. Right. Yeah. Didn't wasn't. It's a new new concepts, new things. I have a problem with prequels because if there's anything perilous in it you know everybody's going to be okay because they're already in the sequel to that prequel yeah. from five years ago and you already you know nobody's going to die. And so the the stakes are automatically lower no matter how high you make you raise the stakes. You know it's low because... Or you, or you can hurt. pull an Alien 3 and just kill everyone. Right, well, that then, was a sequel. And then uh, pull yeah. a 4 and clone a mutated, angry bitch version of your hero character <laughs> that's part alien. You know, I do not think I saw Alien 4. It was better than 3, but... Yeah, yeah and I, I think... Uh, which one is the one with Winona Ryder in it? 4. Okay, then I saw she, it. Yeah, she made I it good. It. Yeah. I just want to throw in there real quick. I just have to. Since when... The okay, aliens one and two. There, there, there were reasons that the aliens were doing their things, but from three and then on, they were they're just murderers. They're psychopathic murderers. They don't kill to eat. They don't kill. Yeah. I mean, every, one out of ten people that die might end up impregnated with a thing, mm-hmm. but they just they're just murderers. Yeah, that's because they figured out that the general movie going audience doesn't really care. They just want to see there aliens. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be a reason. Yeah. Or, you know, because yeah. if if you're hungry, then you fight, you kill, and you eat. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna avoid conflict. You're just yeah. you're not gonna go out and just kill everyone you can, and then hunt down the ones that got away. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. Well, unless you're a predator, and then you kill for sport. So. Right. Well, that's what predators doing. Thing. It's yeah. a completely different thing. Um, so I'm going to go, so what you're telling me is I, do I need to see Predator, what, the Predators before we go see no, this movie? you don't okay. need, it's its own thing, but it is good. It is okay. a very good movie. So, cause you know how I am about it. I don't like to m- see out of order. Oh, it, it's, it has nothing to do. So Predator and the Predators are not related. No. Then what the? I think what is related is the Arnold one. I think they might reference it. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter. 
They're gonna there's got there's a guy that explains everything in a trailer. They're gonna explain everything in the movie. Uh, but okay. It, it, uh, Predator is written and directed by Shane Black, and it who? has Keenan. Uh, is no, is it Michael Key? Keegan Michael Key? Keegan Michael Key? Yeah. Yeah, and it's written and directed by Shane Black, who did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He did Iron Man three, which I thought was great. One of the best Iron yeah, Man. One of the best out of all three. Yeah. Like yeah, and uh, uh, he also did. Uh, I think he wrote Last Boy Scout back in the eighties. Like he he's the that guy. Was he's not the bad. guy that wrote the original um, Lethal Weapon. I liked Last Boy Scout. Lethal yeah. Weapon was great. Yeah, yeah. So he's a smart writer, and he's been making good movies. So maybe it'll be good. He did, however, get uh, in trouble this week. I don't know if you heard this part. Not a... Okay, so he has a friend of his. I feel... Okay, go ahead. He has a friend of his that he cast. It's like, if I was making a movie, I would maybe put you in the movie because you're in all my movies sort of thing. Except it turns out that his friend uh, had been in... Had a, had a uh, record of... Uh, I think he, like got in trouble for something with a 14 or a 16 year old something like that so he's got a sexual uh a predator record and uh shane black knew and cast him in the movie anyway he's been in all his movies um but when they found out about it uh olivia munn who is in predator yeah yeah she um she complained about it after the fact because she found out after the scenes and they they went back and cut him cut this guy out of the movie, but Shane Black is sort of being yelled at because you knew why did you cast him in the thing, and he's like, he's a friend of mine. Like the guy, the guy needs a break, you know. So I, I just I, I don't I, I don't guess even, I have no comment because if I say something, it'll offend someone. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's at a precarious position. Like if you, Brad, you're my friend. I've known you for. 25 Are you going to cut me years. out of really pathetic and totally awkward? If you've boffed a 16-year-old, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna... I, I'm like the best part of the movie. <laughs> You're going to cut me out. Okay. Well, don't put me in that position is all I'm saying. No more cheese squares. <laughs> <laughs> in a couple months, the handful of people that listen to this show will know what we're talking about. Um, no, but if you... Uh, you were if you and I were friends, <laughs> and I put you and I put you in my movie, um, and I knew that you hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, if we were friends, and I put you in a movie, even though I knew your record, I understand where Shane Black is at, like the position that he's in. You just want to help your friend out. Your friend, whatever he wasn't exactly guilty blah 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 maybe, Any, maybe you understand more about the story than everyone you're else you're more sympathetic to your friend but you also know if people heard it they would take it the wrong way and not right. care about what right. really happened so you buried that part of it yeah so i i get what he was trying to do it might have been a shitty thing and uh all that stuff but they cut him out of the movie. So what, <laughs> they cut the guy out of the was movie. Was he just in the background? I mean, he's, it... there's a scene between him and someone else. I can't remember. I think, I think he, I, I don't even, re- I don't even know it because the, you know how I don't like to read about things <laughs> oh, before I see them. The movie. Yeah. It'd be funny if they pulled a Bruce lie and like put his face or 
you know, someone else's face over it. To, yeah, they I just cut him out. They just cut him out. So, it's weird. Uh, you, you know what I, might, what I mean? Bruce Lee, he died, so they got a, a, in the making of Game and Death. So they got a stunt person that a look-alike, sort of, to try and finish the movie. And then they ended up putting a picture of Bruce Lee's head face over the actor. <laughs> It, you can clearly see it's a little picture floating on the head. What the hell? What year was this? Yeah, back in the seventies. Seventies. Right? Yeah. Set? yeah. They they tried to salvage the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. They could do that these days. Oh, right. You it, can just digitize the, te- the whole person. The technology is incredible. Yeah. But okay. Well, that's it for this week. We will we'll we'll be back next week. Uh. Uh. So if you have the yeah. patience for a slower, slightly slower, more quieter. Um, science fiction movie uh, it subverts the science fiction genre is what it does it subverts it because it's not really about the sci-fi is, is it in 80s movies because it had sort of a strange uh, Stranger Things sound Yeah. Uh, but and they but had they were, flip phones no 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 but two of the characters had flip phones and one of the mm-hmm. characters had a touch screen like a lot iPhone of, a lot of, some of the reviews I saw they were complaining about the 80s feel and saying that and it has bad 80s 90s dialogue but I don't I don't believe that okay I, anyway. I, I don't I didn't feel that way just know that you're going to see a road trip movie when yeah. you see Ken yeah. and I think you can enjoy it yeah yeah that's it um Look, guys, we'd love to hear what you have to say about these movies. If you yes. saw Ken or if you saw The Nun and want to tell us how, how to be, or if you saw Peppermint and totally disagree with us that it's stunk, yeah. tell us uh, how you feel about the Predator movie coming out, the franchise fatigue, anything. Yeah. Just uh, contact us at movieisms yeah. at gmail, gmail.com, or you can mm-hmm. hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm Becca Meyer. I'm balding Ewok. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put some more pictures up of me, like old school shit. Yeah, don't do that. Nobody wants to see that. Okay. (laughs) No, but... I uh, love you too, much. Hit us... Don't say that. That's weird. Now you're making it awkward right here at the end of the show. (laughs) This is the last thing they're going to hear for a whole week. (laughs) And it was, you're going to hang on here too, man. (laughs) (laughs) Will you be my friend, my (laughs) No. And I will not put you in in my movie, you (laughs) pervert. (laughs) So um, uh, we'll see you next week uh, with our review of Predator. And uh, until next time, we'll see you at the movies. The end. Movieisms is a production of Super Mega Ultra Entertainment and is produced by Michael Beckemeyer and Bradley Kingston. If you'd like to find out more, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. And make sure you click like on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash movieisms. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take a moment and give us a five-star review in iTunes. It only takes a minute, and it helps us out more than you can imagine. Thank you very much, and until next time, we'll see you at the movies.
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.